I am Angela That's DJ, what I love. Mr. Mallard. Uh, join me as always, uh, Mr. Chief of Morale himself, Bud Copeland. Bud, how are you this evening before we go? So the point being is, good golfers are fucking dime a dozen. And we saw it in full swing that the line of demarcation between... Here, are you ready, Bud? Are you ready for the players? Are you ready to make money? Are you ready to try to beat me? I didn't do my homework this week. And good evening, everybody. Welcome into Divots and Pivots here, kicking off Tea Time Tuesdays for the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Every Tuesday, we are here live on the YouTube channel, Fantasy Sports Corporation, at 8 o'clock. Later, you can follow, follow us up with Plus Money Golf, getting you all your bets and props in for this week's uh, tournament, which is the Valero Texas Open. And let's just be honest. It is just the buffer to what we all golf fans want, and that is next week. The Masters is, is upon us. Uh, the golf world will be ascending to a, a descending on Augusta, and we are ready for it. Uh, as you can see, Bud is no, not with us at the moment. He's having some Wi-Fi issues. He's uh, on the road for work this week, so he will be joining us here shortly. And then later on in the program, we are being joined by special guest Nate Hearn, uh, who is the creator of Acorn Hills Clothing Company. Uh, so some fantastic uh, info coming your way from him. Uh, definitely going to want to check that out. So get over to acornhillsclothing.com. Go check that out beforehand. But let's get into it because, uh, as you heard there in the in the little intro, uh, Bud is obviously not ready to, uh, to beat me this week, even though he whooped my butt last week uh, in match play. Uh, apparently my new uh, little t- research strategy that I gave a, a shot – in theory that I had did not work out. Um, as far as my bracket went, I, you know, I did better than most probably, but I uh, definitely didn't have the final, and I only had Sheffer in the final four. But as far as getting on a group group stage, I didn't do terrible. But it wasn't enough. Bud beat me by about a hundred points on DraftKings, so he took the victory. That must show the latest uh, scores on the season uh, with the uh, match play scores included. As you can see, I still have a, a slight lead. Just under 50 points, but Bud did some serious damage closing that gap to get us into uh, another nail-biter coming into the Valero and then the Masters next week. This is going to get interesting, going to get fun. You know, the the big stakes of a six-pack on the line. Stay uh, up to date. Stay caught up with us all season as we as we do this little fun uh, kind of get-together for, the, for these tournaments. But speaking of the Valero Texas Open... The, the field is <coughs> sorry about that. The field is definitely not star studded. Uh, it's a week where Terrell Hatton is your highest uh, salary player at ten thousand nine hundred on DraftKings, um, which first of all for for Hatton is an outrageously high price. Uh, so you know something's up there. Um, the fact that he's the, the best guy, and there's really other than that, this this week is really going to be about chasing the guys who were looking for that last minute invitation to the Masters next week. And there's no bigger guy for chasing that that goal right now than Ricky Fowler, who is probably the every golf fan is probably rooting for Ricky Fowler uh, this week because who doesn't love that comeback story? You know, we all enjoyed watching Ricky come up in the game with all of his color. He, he's a great role model. Watching him fall was not the most enjoyable thing as a golf fan, but seeing him come back right now, he uh, he pulled off the upset against Rahm in match play. Uh, this past week, and I'm hoping he can build off of that and get himself into the Masters for next week. Uh, sorry, I just need a little sip there. But so Ricky Fowler is going to come in. The other only problem is everybody wants him. Like I said, he is a popular fan favorite this week, right around 20% ownership. That one is going to hurt, especially in a week where you're not going to really have to eat any chalk. There's going to be value everywhere. This is one of those weeks where – Somebody from the 6K range can easily, easily win because this field is so kind of splotchy and put together that we, we're going to be able to find some value everywhere. But like I said, <coughs> Ricky Fowler is definitely got the story. He's got the drive and he's got the game right now. He's in such good form to where he could easily pull off a win this week. And I have to check the math on the actual points. I don't think he even has to necessarily win to get in, he's only he's in. I believe it was 59th in the world golf rankings. He just needs to sneak into that top 50 this week 
if he can do that after this tournament, then he gets himself that uh, that Masters invite, and he will get there, uh, and we'll all be happy. We'll all have fun. <clears throat> but we're going to take a just a real quick early break here while we try to help get Bud's uh, Wi-Fi figured out. Just give me one second here. We're going to hear from Jazz Casino real fast. Take a listen to them. Well, we're going to be doing some work with them in the future, trying to get some uh, some betting lines going for you and uh, really working up a partnership with them. So take a listen real fast. We'll be right back. Jazz, Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wages. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new, members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering. All right, guys, the bud will still be with us here shortly, but let's get to some other golf news before we really dive fully into the DFS here, because I do want to get, obviously, Bud's opinion on the DFS, uh, and as he comes in, hopefully he can uh, <laughs> he can stay here with us. Uh, you know, great, wonderful hotel Wi-Fi, it is what it is, and yes, that cough came back <laughs> magically yesterday, of course. Um, you know, yeah, it is what it is. We work with it, <laughs> but Bud... Welcome in. You missed you missed the 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 contemporary uh, intro, uh, but you're here now and you're ready to go. I've got a bone to pick with Hilton Garden. In. And First of all, what, actually, what, no. speaking of Hilton, is your wall collapsing behind you? What is up with those curtains? <laughs> so look- I'm, I'm, I'm actually on the twelfth floor of the beautiful, magnificent uh, Manchester downtown Hilton <laughs> by Garden Tree, Double Tree, whatever the fuck's going on here. I'm yeah, the upset. whole forest. Yeah, you're in the whole I, forest. I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, listen, we had everything set up. Look at that. Look at how high tech we're getting here. Oh, no, yes. I had it all connected, and I come up, and the shit's not connected. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what did I miss? What What's going on? Are you dying? Is that what I missed? And uh, by the way, the new Pretty intro, much, yes. straight fire. <laughs> Love it. Don't ever want to change it. Uh, but no, how are you, my man? It's it's a tough week. It's a tough week when we got coming off of of the match play, and we got the masters next week. How we got to pay attention to the Valspar a little bit, but not the Valspar. Where are we? The Valero. Valero, whatever. The, yes. That's my point. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I, what I are we even doing here? Too, Cause the two, the two V tournaments this close together like this, it, it did. I had to second guess it for a second. Um, but all, all you missed really was me going over um, how you, how bad? you royally whooped me in match play. Um, really closed that gap. You beat me by a hundred. Uh, I showed you. I'll show you the scores here as well. I still have a just oh, just under fifty point lead on you, but man, you really uh, took away my leverage, <laughs> my leverage in the standings there. I'm you, excited. You did crush me. This is why I don't talk too much shit too early. I'll wait till I actually beat your ass because we got some majors we coming up. Um, yeah. The I, thank God for Cam Young. I mean, I was big on the Kiz train, and Kiz was O2 barbecue. He was hunting yeah, by round three. Cam, Cam Young uh, rushed it for you. Came through big for the boy. I actually finished fourth in my other league out of twenty some odd. So starting to claw my back, my way back into the uh, the playoff race over there. And obviously, like you mentioned, I'm gaining some ground on us. But there's before we get into the Valspar take two. I know it's the Valero. I'm doing that on purpose. That's to show how little this. <laughs> I, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> this is where the tournament itself doesn't matter as much. But the storylines are there. How many guys are people following right now? How many Ricky Fowler fans do we have this week for the sole reason mm-hmm. that it could get him back to the Masters? My 20%. boy, my boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the exact number is 20%. We have been out there, we've done the research. And it is no, my boy and yours, Akshay Batia, he's yep. or Batia. I gotta get that last name right, but Akshay, I I he's keep, there. I keep switching back and forth on it, on how I pronounce it as well. Yeah, he's a lefty, so it throws you off a little bit there. Anyways, he's in the hunt for it. But those are the only yep. two names that I really give a rat's rear about this week. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Uh, on a global scale, not a big week for golf. It is kind of an off week. It is much more for mm-hmm. the golf birds like ourselves who's looking for who's going to make the Masters, who might make us a little money this week. Um, Scotty Scheffler not winning was a big story. Mm-hmm. But um, 
we'll get into we'll get into this week in a minute. But before we go that further, the golf ball. Have you already teased it? I had, so that's what I was getting ready to do. I had, uh, I had to take a quick breath, and then you came on because because it's funny. We were seeing pretty universal um, takes from the players on this until Rory came out. It was either yesterday or two days ago, saying that he actually thinks rolling back the golf ball. Uh, and, and before we get too deep, let's let's tee it up, I guess, a little bit here. What's being talked about by the USGA is is changing the the make of the golf ball to basically make it so that they don't go as far uh and the this i get some of their thinking in that what they're looking at is golf as a whole not just the professional tour they're looking at the whole industry of golf they're looking at the country clubs that um that have to spend more money to make courses to have longer more land of courses maintenance all like they're kind of looking at all the, the the nickels and dimes out there that are adding up the, the players are just looking at the competition level so like i i get both sides i still think just kind of leave the golf ball the way it is why not you're nicer than i am i don't even see both sides i just think leave it the way it is this is a solution in search of a problem this is mm-hmm. absolutely positive. If out of nowhere they said we're going to use a, a 10 foot, six inch rim in the NBA, but the rest of the sport, you're going to play on 10 feet. What the fuck sure. are we doing here then? Like, I, who cares if the sport has gotten that much easier for these guys at that level? Make the courses harder. They can, yeah. You know what There's I, you know what I love to make about courses this? harder than distance. I love this because a couple of years ago, everybody was pissing and moaning. And this is when Phil did his little temper tantrum. One more reason I'm done with Phil. Like, you <laughs> lost your gravitas when you started five putting when the ball wasn't even moving at the U.S. Open because you're getting all butt hurt. Glad you won the PGA. Wish you wouldn't have left for live because that win at the PGA was the – people forget about that. He threw his little temper tantrum because – and then, of course, it wasn't that Phil had a temper tantrum. It's how hard are we making this course? That was like five minutes ago. So yeah. to everybody, including Mike Wan, which, by the way, Mike Wan coming from he's the CEO of the USGA. He's coming from the LPGA tour. He has done already phenomenal things. He's going to do phenomenal things. Mike, <clears throat> leave this alone. Do not touch the ball. What you're you're creating problems. I still mm-hmm. saw that the Arnold Palmer at Bay Hill, same course it's been on for a couple of decades. They had a winner that was within single as long as our winners for the most part at the at the, the events that we care about are still winning in the single digits under par or even yeah. into the over par. We're good. We got our Sony opens that go in the 20 unders. We got a couple, but just because it happens a couple times a year, let's not go fucking around with something like this is the dumbest thing I've heard. I agree with JT. I agree with John Rom. I respect Rory's position in the sense of anything we can maybe do to make it a little more challenging that because that, that really would one add one more layer of thought to the game. But John Rahm's going, okay, I hit it a mile and a half, and you're telling me now I'm only going to hit it a mile and a quarter. I'm still going to hit it further than the guy who only hit it a mile before. And it's not going to hurt anybody else. So leave it alone. Go on to something else. Find new courses. Find new venues. Talk to Shinnecock. Talk to Wingfoot. Talk to some of these courses that can make it super hard and say, what do you got? There's a great social media graphic floating around right now that has the stint meter readings. And for the uninitiating, the stint meter is a little device that they put mm-hmm. on one of the greens at the golf course. They roll a ball down it and how, how far, however many feet, whatever it goes, that's how fast the greens are rolling. And these, these stint meter readings from the 70s, 80s, and 90s were in the single digits, 7 feet, 8 feet, yeah. 9 feet, 10 feet. Now they're in the 12 and 13s. So my point, oh, yeah. my point is the same as yours. We know how to make these courses harder. We know how to just leave it the F alone. I'm so, there's so many more things we could be focusing on about with this game. You're under assault from live. Just because we have the upper upper hand doesn't mean it's going away. You're under assault from live. You still have to engage a new audience. You need that next wave. And to, to lower the bar to excellence for the sake of making the masses feel good, to me, is just go away. Yeah, no, I, look, I agree with you. I What I found interesting was Rory going against the grain of the other golfers who had spoken out. Um, and it got me thinking, why? And one, why did he wait as long? Like, Because three or four of the guys had already spoken out about it, um, including guys on, on the Live Tour who were also against it. 
like it's, I think it was Bryson came out. He's again like most it doesn't matter the tour. Most people were against rolling it back, and then Rory waits about two weeks to come out to say that he thinks it is a good idea. And I, so I started thinking, why do you think it has anything to do with Rory? I don't want to say this newfound fan loved power going to his head or anything, but do you think he's he's maybe over focused a little bit on? placating to what he thinks the general public of golf fans are going to want to see instead of, in this case, going with the players, which up until this point, he's been the voice of the players for the last year or so. Two things. A, Bryson and everybody else who went to to live, you get the Maddie Fitz treatment from me. Go fuck yourself. You don't get a see <laughs> well, Yeah, we've already I'm just that. <laughs> but, but, but B, quote, for elite level play, I really like it. I really do. I'm glad. I'm glad in this new proposal that they haven't touched the recreational golfer. I know that's a really unpopular opinion amongst my peers, but I think it's going to help identify who the best players are a bit easier, especially in this era of parity or parity that we've been living in these past couple of decades. First of all, Rory, stop. That makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. You already have a way to determine who the best golfer is. Yeah. It, well, the, I don't understand. Right now. It's called rankings. <laughs> the, the, the yeah. Is your well, entire game. And part of this is the fact that me, I've got my little amateur qualifiers I'm going out for. The fact that I can, in my, the back of my head, I'm playing the same course as some of these other people have. I'm trying to play the same game. I'm shooting the same score. To now go, well, like, uh, well, and go back to, well, you're playing basketball on a 10-foot hoop, not an 11-foot hoop. So you don't really know how. So you, let me get this straight, Rory. In the sense of growing the game, you want to put one more layer of separation between the recreational golfer and the professional golfer? No, you dimwit, and I love you. But the whole point of this is that you and I can, in theory, swing the same club, same ball, same tee, same course, same condition, same everything, and we can automatically know. If you want to inter- introduce some sort of artificial variable that nobody was asking for, I don't get it. It. This has got to be ego. Is there some sort of association of golf course designers that are having a conference somewhere going, oh, we're not getting enough credit. Our courses are getting – no. Because yeah, the superintendents of the of the world are going well, we can grow that rough out. We can narrow we can narrow the fairways. We can grow the rough out. We can harden the greens. We cannot water them. The science is there to take the old courses and make them harder. And as we build new courses, just make them more difficult and longer. Well, and that's the thing. That's the beauty of landscape and golf courses being built around landscape. Is that okay? Say you have a, you know, I don't know. Say you have a, a slight dog leg or something that there's now everyone's be, being able to cut the corner. Because that everyone can head it so far these days, and it's making this whole this you know this par four dog leg left. It's making it like let people left like sixty yards in or something like that. Like so, say it's getting too hard. Okay, strategically, all you have to do is strategically place a fucking tree in the right line, and you're gonna cut off a route. Like you're gonna cut off a visual, a path, whatever, to where you're gonna force them to have to play the corner. You know, to you know what I mean by play the corner, play it, play it up to the corner and then to the green. It's you. The things you can do to take out distance. Put in or put in another bunker. Like there's things that can happen. <laughs> there, there are definitely things that can happen. For example, what they're doing at Augusta National with a 13th, and they've dropped that tee that tee box back yeah. 35 yards, and now everybody's going. Yes, it is a new hole. You can no longer either bomb it over those trees, like you were talking about. Bubba discovered that. That like, holy shit, we're yeah. big enough and tall enough and strong enough. We can just. Hang it over or, those trees. Or hell, even just or, even just let the tournament handle like what they um I feel with Sherman now a few weeks ago where they put the scoreboard scoreboard in the way so that they couldn't uh cut the corner like they hop, did last year. They still went over the scoreboard anyway. Yeah, Hoblin went over. Yeah, but they tried. Yeah, <laughs> but they tried. Oh my god. Uh, no, there's the, the the rollback's a joke. I think it's definitely a. I, I wouldn't even be shocked if it was something in the PGA Tour comms department where they're like, "All right, real quick, we're in between live events. Our next major's not for a couple weeks. Who who wants to? Are we good? Are we good with this? Yeah, let's just throw that out there. I do get that Mike Wan, Mike Wan at the USGA is looking at everything and anything to to tweak the game, to make it more accessible, to make it more, this is one walk away. It's stupid. Yeah. It, I mean, again, it, the, the analogies to other sports are, I mean, I don't even know how to make it 
even in a sport like baseball, once you get to the high school level, everybody's playing at the same 90 feet bases, 60 foot, six inch, you know, infield. After that, it's just how far can you hit it? No, not too dissimilar from, from golf, in which case 125 yards in, everybody's playing the same course. After that, it's just how far can you hit it off the tee? So let's not, let's not mess with it. I think if you're going to do anything, like you said, and, and there's going to be people out there going, not every muni and not every course can just make it longer. No, you can't, but can. you can grow. No, you can't make it longer, but you can grow your rough out. You can, you can do yes. things to your, to your greens. You can make other alterations. Hell plant a tree. Speaking of, like you said, well, here in about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to be talking to somebody about planting trees yes. in the intersection of golf and nature and how they can complement one another. So I just thought I'd tease well, that. Here, I don't know if you did that before. I, was I, yeah, so I, I did tease that he was coming. I didn't mention specific products yet, but I did tease that uh, Nate would be joining us a little bit later. But here's the other, here's the other thing to consider. Okay, USGA, instead of putting wow. the money in – Instead of putting the money into researching the technology or what or the production and all the steps that it would take to cr- roll back the ball, create new balls for the professional level, and then everything you need to do from a logistical standpoint to separate, whatever, it's a lot of money. Maybe instead spend that money, you're mentioning the municipal, put the money back into these courses and help them change the courses in ways that, because look, even, even when it comes to, to growing out rough the right way or, or cutting the the approaches differently or whatever or changing shapes not every course has a highly trained superintendent at the same time put money into training these these the guys at these court or women at these courses to to teach them how they can make changes to their courses you know in a reasonable on a reasonable budget to affect change in the game that they want to see because as we've seen with everything else in the golf world change tends to happen at the level of, you know, me and you, the regular golfers out there. Change can happen there and work its way up too. So I'm on the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America website. It's a, it's a real thing. It's legit. And this is the type of place, like like you're saying, maybe we invest in uh, in groups like this that help shape the existing landscape and just try instead of trying to create a – I do. I don't feel bad for the R and D departments and the golf manufacturers who would have to go back to the well and kind of they because they get paid a lot of money to do this and they they would get paid back in spades. By I mean, and it would create some jobs and there are some silver linings. I just think from a practical matter, it's a solution looking for a problem and it's not an actual problem that exists. Yeah. Then again, the hell do I? Basis level, sure. Yeah, that's not wrong. Um, Super Friends Sports Network. Thank you. Yes, the background that was on a whim. Um, a little simpler, a little less uh, going on behind us. So thank you. Appreciate that support. And uh, I was going to talk about that too. Thanks head. for beating me to it. <laughs> the redhead? Not going to lie. Maybe elaborate more. <laughs> Who's the redhead? Are we missing I, something? But I don't know who the redhead is. Because <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no head. I mean, there ain't nothing underneath that. <laughs> Unless maybe maybe he knows maybe they know Nate and maybe they know Nate's a redhead and maybe they're just here for Nate. I don't know. Bring on the redhead. <laughs> uh, before we get any further, I, I I genuinely I'm gonna tell you right now I didn't do shit for homework. I can't get up for the uh, Valero Texas Open. Should like I, I said, all the intro again. <laughs> no, I, I I did miss the intro today. The new intro. Well, that's exactly uh, what your last line in the intro was. I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I did not do my fucking homework this week because I'm I'm prepping for next week. Next yes. week's a bigger week. I don't know if you've heard that the, the Masters. It's a pretty big tournament in the golf world. But I'm looking at the Valero, and we got Tyrrell and Hideki. Again, what happened to Hideki? WD with an injury. Once again, Ricky, Fa- Ricky Fowler, I can see you put a star next to his name. I like that you like him. I like that you like Siwoo. Um, he's, and he's Christian the only, Kirk, the only chalk I'm willing to eat just because he's got that he's got that reason to play for. It, yeah, it, he's, he's, he's a world cu- he's a right World now, Cup so. team from like a good good nation that was just devastated by a hurricane, and it's like, yeah, we want him to make it to the finals. I want him back at uh, that's a terrible analogy, a devastated nation from a hurricane, but I want him back at Augusta, and I yes. want a story. So I do want Rory to win. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody downstairs, and you mean an Ricky? Englishman. No, I want Rory to win Augusta, oh, but I want Ricky. Uh, I want Ricky to get to Augusta. Yes. So there's a lot of storylines. And again, where's my boy uh, Akshay? Where where are we looking at this week? He's down there seven k. Yep. Believe in it. This is. I mean, he he. I mean, he's been finishing the top twenty five. He keeps riding that special temporary status, mm-hmm. and he keeps finishing high enough to qualify in the next, and the next, and the next. 
I say, you know, don't hate on him because he's a motivated young man and we are team AB here at DNP. But um, now after that, I just kind of want Ricky to win. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm cruising until, until we get to Augusta. Yeah, it's a, it's a week where when it comes to picking who I'm playing on DraftKings or on Underdog Fantasy, it's a week where um, I, I'm not playing chalk. I'm really playing the storylines, like we, like we said. like So actually someone that, yeah, I'll probably – one, I love the storyline. I'm rooting for the guy, um, and he has reason to play in this tournament where I think a lot of guys – don't necessarily have the the same drive to do anything in this one, but he's also played well in this level of tournament on his appearances on tour, you know, finishing second at the Puerto Rico, um, the RSM classic, the 45th, you know, the Honda's a little bit bigger. He did do, he finished T49 there. Uh, so in 24th last week at Corrales. So like, this is the type of tournament where in this field, I think he can, he can make some real noise in this field. So seven, what you say, 7K? Yeah, 7K and about 10% ownership. Actually, it makes a lot of sense to me as well, especially if I'm gonna, if I am going to eat the chalk with uh, Ricky up top at 10 to 20%. Not to talk shit about the PGA Tour, but can we can we go ahead and review the 10K range? Tyrrell, <laughs> Hideki, Ricky, and Corey Connors. That's yep. our 10. That's our 10K and above. And in the 9K range, where you know the real value. Um, let's see, Taylor Montgomery, Siwoo Kim, Davis Riley, Christian Kirk, Matt Kuchar, and Ryan Fox. K- Matt Kuchar, by the way. No, nope. you did it. I think you probably did it on purpose. Christian I'm Kirk. always doing it on purpose. He, he doesn't have another name. His name is Christian Kirk. Uh, but Matt Kuchar, tell me I didn't call it last week. He, he, he made mincemeat of his, of his, uh, competition and got to the round of 16. And he's another uh, guy who needs to make some noise this week to get into Augusta next week. He's not, he doesn't have his invite yet. He needs to slip inside that top 50 as well this week. Don't say slip inside like that. That makes me feel very uncomfortable just hearing you mention that. So, uh, you know, if you came, if you tuned in this week for wisdom and sage advice about your DFS, um, stick around until Top Mini Golf is, is is on, and then next week we'll have some some big hitters. See, that's the thing is, I'm already doing my research for next week uh, for the yes. Masters. Yeah, no, next week you're probably gonna be able to catch this entire show. Uh, being pretty much dedicated to Masters DFS because it, it's it's needs that type of um, dedicated time for it. So uh, this week we're going to be a little more uh, freewheeling from the hip here, talking about everything. Because, um, look, the other quick thing I wanted to get to before we get to our, our guest Nate coming yeah. here uh, in, in a few minutes, just real fast. I know I know we, we feel the same. I sent you a text on it. But uh, during the uh, match play and, and the guys, past champions – who are now on live getting cut out of the TV graphic? Such an unneeded jab by whoever decided I, to make that decision. I hope they get a. I hope they get a talking to. I hope they get the feedback that was like, "What again? What are we doing here? What? Why? Why? Why is that? Why is that necessary? If you want to do anything snarky, put an asterisk next to their name, but to omit them." is to give is to give oxygen to a dying fire and live by the way is is i don't i don't know how much time. i don't know I, their, I don't know how the ratings dropped I mean, 24 percent in their in their second term on the cw and they weren't high to begin with already abysmal first week we're on the, we're on we're back to cold turkey sandwiches paying your own way and they're hoping that like these teams are gonna, what is there to buy like you're not buying you're the talent's already been bought and paid for by the Saudi public investment fund and live golf. Nobody's going to come buy. Nobody's going to come buy the team then for nine figures. Like, I don't understand yeah. that works unless they take on the debt, the, you know, whatever's been paid to them. Well, there's nothing there. Really, and they're starting to realize that the team is kind of the only thing that might be sellable at this point, because look at Phil just the other day coming out with comments that, that the, he was asked, about you know in, in general he was asked about how the changes that live has brought to the golf world and and what he thinks and the only thing he talked about was how the team aspect is this new thing and but if you go back to everything phil's been saying this whole time it was never about the team it's always been about changing the money structure for golfers to so make it fair for the golfers and spread the wealth and, and create more opportunities for like he was speaking with that being his reasonings and his arguments and now he's saying that the best change that Liv has brought to the golf world is teams. Like that's just a 180 and that's just weak. It's just a, it's just a weak answer, a weak argument, but it's all they have well, left. Fuck, oh, fuck Phil. 
Um, well, yes, yeah, Bell, but <laughs> it. I go to if all of a sudden um, I don't know. Imagine if NASCAR all of a sudden went to a team model. Now, yes, people would be like, well, you know, this driver, that driver, they might all drive for the same team. Right. But they're not running as a team legitimately, like actually, or, you know, directly. You just have the same team owner. That would be like if Robert Kraft happened to open the Patriots and the NFL let him own the Cowboys too. And then they met in the Super Bowl where it's like, he's high on the hog. He doesn't give a shit because one of his teams is going to win, but the fan base get to go out. It just, I don't see it carrying where Tony Stewart all of a sudden is a member of a team. Tony Stewart's a cult or used to be a cult in racing until yes. a lot of bad shit happened. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, you know, these kind of guys, it's kind of like Phil. Phil was a cult. Now he's like, well, come be part of Team Phil. And it's like, no, there's no fun to be, there's, there's you, there's Phil. There is no Team Phil. There is no Team Lefty. I'll go, there is some Team Lefty. I, I think we're seeing the signs, you might allude to, I think we're seeing the signs of decay coming. Uh, very fast, abrupt and quickly here for the live, and we'll see what happens uh, as their season carries on here. But it's uh, it's definitely not looking the brightest right now. Uh, but with that said, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to hear from our guys over at Underdog Fantasy. And when we come back, we're going to have our guest, Nate Hearn from Acorn Hills Clothing Company, join us. Uh, so stick around. A great story there. A lot of good information to learn. So come back. Join us after this break. Underdog Fantasy is here to save your post-fantasy football season blues. The easiest place to play and win with the Underdog Fantasy app. Get up to 20 times your money in a single night with our Pick'em contests. Grab some insurance when setting your picks and win even when one pick fails. Go online now and use the promo code DIVPIV to double your deposit up to $100. Sit gingerbread. Good girl. And welcome back to Bud's Empty Chair. And welcome in, Nate. Uh, <laughs> Bud's been telling me a lot about you. And I, I, I've, what I've been reading about uh, Acorn Hills is fantastic. So I can't wait to hear more directly from you. But once again, yeah, welcome in. How are you this evening, Nate? Good. Can you guys hear me okay? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and for the record, Nate, real quick, say your name for us one more time. Uh, uh, Nate Wren. It, yeah, the, the H is silent. It's okay. Oh, I, me I, I yeah. missed it. Okay, so that's what now I get no, the text no, message. No, 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 but when you I was that, that, that I saw Bud smiling. That's okay. No, I don't. I don't get mad about that at all. What I get mad about is when people spell it H Y R N, and I think there's only there's only four letters. It's H R, but. Uh, you know, I didn't, Andrew, I, I, you know, I don't care. But I okay. tried so many times to send him text messages, but I was using talk to text and like driving to daycare. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I said it right the first time, but it's pronounced Ren, but it's spelled the way that I spelled it. And he was like, uh, okay, I know. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nate, before we get into Acorn Hills and all things beautiful blue tick, hat, that's a, that's a I gorgeous saw, yeah, hat you have on right there. I gotta I saw, say that. But, uh, Love the hat. And so, but before we get into that, because the story's cool, the background's even cooler, and the, the the stuff you're doing for sustainability and the environment's wonderful. It's a wonderful intersection of golf, outdoors, and life. Mm -hmm. But where do you stand on this golf ball rollback stuff? I don't know. I being a college like player myself, a lot of times I'll just use the, like the balls or whatever that the team provides. So if, if it is rolled back. I could really have a trickle down effect, especially like if it in the, you know, upcoming years, if it even happens on the collegiate level, because those guys eventually go to the tour, go to live. So it could even affect me down the line. Not that I'm saying I'm going to go pro by any means. No, but you don't, I, know, I have but, no plans to go pro. But, but you don't no. play the final four on it's a 10 foot rim and then have the NBA in 11 foot rim. And, and you said you're a college golfer real quick, back it up, Nate, Nate Wren. Yes. Where do you play college? Where do yes. you play college golf? Where are you? Yes, so I play in a small. Uh, well, right now I'm I'm in a study room here on campus, but uh, I, I play at a small small Division three school in PA called Mount Aloysius. Uh, very small. It's, it's close to home, about an hour away from home for me. Aloysius, nice. yep. Aloysius. Aloysius yeah, and Ren. We, we got our we got our work cut out for us tonight. <laughs> oh, so you, you, I like that you took the diplomatic route out. Yes, there could be a triple trickle down effect. You still didn't tell me whether or not you liked or did not like the rollback, and I'll let you <laughs> off on that one. 
Well, the, the, the next topic, go ahead, plus, yeah. Okay, well, see, I don't hit the ball long at all. Like, so I need every type of, every type of help I need. So I, I'm definitely not, not for it, but uh, I, I need every type of distance help I need that I can get. Nice. And before, one, one last question. We're heading into Masters yeah. Week. Who do you? I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, because we haven't got into your bio yet. I do want you to introduce the world to what you actually do in your spare time. Oh, uh, but when you're not when when you're not when you're not running Acorn Hills and the student government and being a digital marketing major and the business club and et cetera et cetera ad nauseum ad infinitum, what do you think about this upcoming Masters tournament? What are what are like either storylines you're looking forward to or players you want to follow? What are you looking forward to in Augusta 2023? You know, I don't know. I, I would love to go with Rory. You know, I'd love to see Rory get it done. But I just, every every year, Rory comes out, fires a good second or third round, and then and all of a sudden Sunday he's a no-show. I would love to see Rory win for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling strong for maybe Hideki too. He's been kind of quiet. He's but been quiet, we'll, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know Monday morning, maybe. How about that? <laughs> After it's all over, I'll let you know. We'll 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 put we'll put Nate's pick up on next week's uh, show in a, in a gra- quick graphic. You'll everyone will know. So that's great. Yeah, put it put it on. <laughs> right now, I'm gonna go right. with, I'm gonna go with Rory. We'll go with Rory. Okay. Me too. I agree with you though. The Masters is the whole Peanuts cartoon with Lucy and the football, and Rory's coming and she's gonna kick it. They're gonna make it this one and yank. We're, you know, we're all the suckers hoping that they're going to make the field goal. But all things said, so we've set the table. Nate Wren, Mount Aloysius, Acorn Hills. Let's fill in the blanks there. Who is Nate Wren? What is Mount Aloysius? And what is Acorn Hills? Yeah, so just a little little disclaimer before I get started. Um, for everyone listening, I, ha- I do have a giveaway coming up here for Masters Week, so stay tuned on my Instagram. Yep. It's going to be on Masters Week, uh, Acorn.Hills. It'll be in collaboration with a guy named Pat Bonds. So it's going to be for uh, a hat and a polo. But, yeah, it'll nice. it'll be great. Yep, yep. So that's that's a little insider information right now. But So on Divots and Pivots, you heard it first. But heard it first. Love that. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit about me is uh, I grew up in a very part of rural PA where, like, it was not – you know, I grew up playing golf all my life. But I was also in the outdoors. It was not by any means a private country club type place where I played. A lot of blue-collared golf, a lot of uh, munis, things like that. And a lot of times, too, you know, growing up, my best friends were guys that were 30 and 40 years older than I was, 60-year-old guys, 70-year-old guys. And I got to be, you know, really learn a lot from them. So that's the whole golf side of things. That's kind of where I got my golf start. But the whole outdoor thing – is when I wasn't golfing, I was in the outdoors. I was never a hunter, never like really fished or anything like that. But I just always like to go for walks or bike. Or uh, I was a big runner uh, outside growing up. I'd love to do that or just camping in general. So, so for me, I always and I always like to look good too. But yeah, yeah, Bud, Bud's a big camper too. But I always like to look good. So I thought, how could I, you know, when I was like 15, 16 years old, I thought, how could I combine the two of sport, like outdoor activities, looking good, feeling good, all this type of, you know. In, in the outdoors. And uh, I'd say during the during COVID pandemic there, 2019 and 2020, you know, I used to write down an item in my little journals, like, all right, my, my big ideas. And one of them was Acorn Hills. And uh, I just, I just never jumped on it until I came, I was a freshman. Well, let's see here. Yeah. End of my freshman year last year, you know, I wrote it down and I thought, you know, I'm going to start this. And then summer came and went and never did. So this this semester here in August, I, I sat down. I thought there's no time like the present to start it. So I started the company in August. I debuted the website in uh, January 1st of 2023. But, you know, throughout that whole couple months prior to debuting the website, I partnered with the National Forest Foundation. And uh, every, you know, every item that is every item that's ordered off my website, I plant a tree. So uh, that's I think that's pretty neat. That's part of the do good. And then also, too, I'm kind of getting uh, a lot of recognition for my plantable seat tags on the clothing. I don't know. But you uh, you have a hat. You did, you have a seat tag, too, right? Correct? I do. And I have it sitting on my – I live in New England where it's still colder than a witch's yep. – And so I've got it sitting on my kitchen like a little windowsill. 
And my no. wife, when I told her about that it's that it's wildflowers, she was like, "Well, perfect. We've got a little area in the back corner of our yard that we got to plant some stuff." And that's just it. I partnered, you know, so so many times, you know, growing up, I told Bud this before, is I would always want to look good. So I, I went shop, like I love this shop. I you know I'm a, I love this shop at <laughs> heart. But uh, every time I saw those little hang tags on the clothing, I thought, "Wow, that is just so much waste." Because you, you had the little the little clear like loop that you know connects it and the yep. the hang tag, the plastic hang tag, and then of course you had the UPC sticker. So that, that's like all that's all plastic. And if you can eliminate one or two of those moving parts uh, and replace it with the seed paper like I'm doing, I, I think it's a great thing. But so know, just to be clear, go ahead. No, I'm saying just to be just to be clear, like what you're saying is when you go shopping, those little hang tags, you can legitimately just take them out outside and just drop them yeah. on the soil. It will biodegrade and then also grow flowers. Exactly. Yep. And I just actually put in order today. So I'm going to have my new, the seed tags are going to look the same and I'm going to have a QR on there, QR code. And you can scan it. It's going to take you right to my website and it'll say how to plant your tag and then it'll have directions. So even if you have no green thumb whatsoever, you scan the little QR code, (laughs) you're you're going to be great. Um, But yeah, it's great. You know, I had, uh, a member of the USA Today staff, I reached out to them. They did an article on me and actually got picked up by the Weather Channel, the National Weather Channel. So I'm going on set April 12th for nice. the Weather Channel. Yep. And I'm going to tell my the, tell the middle schooler of me is very jealous. Set like, your DVR. In middle school, in middle school <laughs> yeah. one of my things is I always want to be a weatherman. So I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, geez, Andy. Yep. So, you know, Divots and Pivots heard the story first, but uh, you guys are my very first, <laughs> very first podcast I've been on. But so you I heard the story it. even before the Weather Channel. So, but uh, yeah, I'll be on there. I think it'll be around a hundred thousand to just at the, in that session to about one point four million viewers in that day. We'll hear that story. So, so hopefully it gets gets pretty big. But uh, what's a story that deserves to get big? What like the the ingenuity of it all? It's it's just something that I don't I don't. Are you the only company doing that? Like, is it is are you like the the the, the trendsetter here? Or are you for, just for the, the plantable seed tags? Yeah, you like mean, is that mean, is that your thing? Yeah. From, from my understanding, I'm I'm one of the only companies doing it. I know I think I'm the only clothing okay. company, at least small, small business right now, that's doing it. Um, nice. But yeah, you know, and and really, I I it's not like I'm saying I want them, you know, the only recognition for it. I'd love to encourage other companies to go out and do it as well. Uh, that, that's the goal, you know, do good. So if I can encourage other companies to pick up my model, well, then that's pretty inspiring too. But well, it seems like it's being pretty successful so far, and there's more to come. So the best way to, I guess, to encourage other people to, to do something is to show them how well you can do it yourself and make them jealous. Oh <laughs> yeah, and you know it's it's funny if you if you if you get a uh, direct message from me on Instagram or something, it's it's legitimately me. It's not some chat bot or chat GPT <laughs> typing the message. It's it's me on the other end of the other end of the phone there, and I'll put in a lot of a lot of sweat hours, like I told like I told Bud. But uh, nice. and that's just that's just the company. I'm, I'm very involved here on campus as well. But. Actually, yes, please do that real quick because <laughs> I've got a I've got a, I've got a follow up question that is that is not that's not necessarily golf or sustainability, although those no, are both no, important. That, but, that but, but 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 what are what are the different things that what are the different hats that you wear over at Mount Aloysius? And fun fact, there's, there's a there's somebody on the golf team named Aloysius. Re- oh, true story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aloysius Chunyin Lee, that's his name. But uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just talked to him before I got in here. But uh, I told him I'd give him a shout out. But um, yeah, so I, I, I'm a sophomore here at the Mountain. My first semester, as funny as it sounds, I, as I absolutely hated the college, I wasn't involved. And I thought, you know, I need to get out of here. The grass is going to be greener somewhere else. So I toured all these colleges my freshman year, my freshman year college, and then Pretty soon I got back to where I started and thought, you know, this place isn't so bad after all. So then I, I started the I started the business club here on campus. I uh, it started out slow, but I eventually grew that to about 50, 60 members. And actually today, hey, Bud just leave. Yeah, he's Bud been having off. some Wi-Fi issues uh, tonight. Fine. He'll he'll be back in a minute, I'm sure. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'll just keep going then, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I. I do the business club. Actually, today we had a career fair of about, I think, 
89 employers we put on for the students here. And I think we had about 300 kids show up for that. So it was pretty big. Oh, nice. And then, yep, I, I write for the school newspaper. I, I work in the marketing department here. Um, I'm what's called a Mercy Presidential Scholar. So that means I'm very involved in the community coming out of high school. And I'm an ambassador here for the college. Uh, I play collegiate golf. I mean, you name it. I'm sure I'm around here somewhere. I, I do. I do a lot. But, you know, that's not the that's not the toot my own horn or anything like that. Just if I'm not. No, I'm doing something. I'm, I'm glad you did it because I wanted you to toot your horn because I wanted to use you as, as an example. You do all this stuff and it yeah. didn't just fall into your lap. And the way I want to I want to kind of tell that is to explain to the folks you actually used to have some NIL deals. And I don't know. You still have some NIL agreements. And yeah, it's something correct. that's yep. big. It's it's something so big in the, especially we're talking about March Madness and parity with basketball and the sports football, sports football, <laughs> go team, go ball, <laughs> the college football realm where uh, people think that NIL is only these million dollar bags of Louis Vuitton that are being left somewhere for a car dealership. And you actually, when because you, you said it such passing the first time we talked, but tell everybody real quick, what was that like actually going about getting NIL deals? What is NIL and what have you learned from yeah. that experience? Yeah, and a lot of a lot of that, but I'm really happy you brought that up because a lot of that plays into Acorn Hills because coming out of high school, you know, and, and even probably my, my senior year of high school, I knew I wanted to be in some sort of business field, uh, but, you know, I. I, when the whole NIL deal came out, I was like, you know, no one is going after these smaller companies. You know, everyone's going after your Nike, your Under Armour, your, uh, for the golf, it'd be Titleist, FootJoy, et cetera. And I thought, well, they're not going to want a guy like me, you know, Joe Smo from the public course in PA. Uh, <laughs> but they're not going to want me. So I thought, what about these small startup people? And sure enough, you know, these, these people are just trying to get their name out there and they're really trying to grow. So I connected with uh, two guys who want, um, He's actually part owner of Gilson Snowboards. I don't know if you ever heard of Gilson Snowboards. They're a huge snowboard manufacturing company, but they actually own Moonshine Golf, it's called. And that was my first NIL deal. And what, you know, there was no compensation as far as money goes. But, uh, you know, they, they sent me free gear to wear, and I, I would do that and you know, <laughs> in exchange for posts, and I'd put it in my bio. And that was on a very small scale. And when I came to college here, I thought, you know, I'll go after another one. I can handle another one. And I made sure with Moonshine it was okay. And uh, I went after what was called Yotta Golf. Now, Yotta Golf at the time, they were very small. Uh, no, no one has ever heard of Yotta Golf up until this point. And about two, three months in, they, they ended up blowing up. And I think last year they did about $8 million in revenue. And uh, nice. they're, doing, they're doing crazy good stuff. And you probably see their stuff in TJ Maxx now and retailers like Ross, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. Mm -hmm. And it, it's great because, you know, a lot of top athletes eventually started wearing this stuff. But – me being a little high schooler coming out of PA, it's like, okay, you know, there is room for people like me as well. But sure. then I use that, I use that back end knowledge almost as product research, product development. Those the year and a half when I had the NID, I still have the NID deals, but that year and a half where I, you know, really worked hard at that, those, those contracts, I use that as product development for Acorn Hills, kind of what, okay, what do people like? What do, seems to spark a lot of people's interests? Uh, what materials, what, manufacturing sites are common and a lot of that was inspiration for me so it was almost doing my own research without having to do my own research that sounds horrible like i'm using the company but i promise i well, i wasn't every every step along the way is you know, what did shakespeare say the past is prologue you know everything we do is just setting no. us up for the next step you know it's gonna drop some shakespeare on that ass <laughs> but did these come to you? I mean, were you recruited by these companies kind of similarly like you might have been recruited for talent or did you go look for them? Did you pitch no. them? How did no, that, how did that, how did that approach work? Yep. I, you know, I firm believer in reaching out because the worst thing you can do is say no. And I, I would, I would send them a DM similar to what I sent Bud uh, when we first connected. And I said, Hey, you know, my name's Nate. I'm from Kerrinsville, Pennsylvania. And I said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a crazy D1 golfer or have any like aspirations to go on tour, but I really love what you guys are doing, et cetera. And uh, I would love to somehow collaborate. And then more often than not, I get a lot of no's, but there'd be one or two companies that say, yeah, Nate, we can't offer you an ambassadorship position, but we can send you some free gear. We really appreciate you reaching out. And then of course, with Moonshine and Yada, I, I did get the NIL deal. 
So, you know, and they said, we never really experienced this. And I was almost like a unicorn in that time. And then pretty soon everyone started getting NIL deals. So I don't want to say I set the trend, but I don't, I definitely didn't set the trend. (laughs) If if you, if you were the first one on the trail, you blazed it. So whether or not there might be a lot of parallel trails going, but you were definitely a trailblazer in that space in my mind. Oh yeah. I I think being pulled in every direction. It's it's about taking initiative and it's about reaching Mm -hmm. out and being proactive and, and like you said, if your status quo is nothing, then asking for something, you have zero risk. You're not, you know what I mean? It's like, what's the worst case to happen? You, you yeah. say no. Uh, the, the best thing that can happen is they say yes, and then you end up with a sweet blue tick Yeah, hat. that is super nice. Well, listen, Andrew, if, if, you, if you play your cards right, I might have a promo code in my back pocket, TBFY15. <laughs> It's for you. It's yes, for anybody. This bud's for you. TBFY fifteen. Go get yourself some uh, the blue tick hat. I got. I'm. I'm putting in my quarter zip. Andrew, talk to the spouse. He's not going to get the quarter zip. I'm going to get my quarter zip. So I'll get that order into was, you tomorrow. Was that one He's of your subtle jabs? No, I'm I, talking about no. My my literal spouse. I am married, Andrew. Unlike I, yourself. I just heard. Um, I thought you. I thought you said I wasn't getting the quarter zip because I talked to the spouse and like got the got the no. <laughs> That's what it's no, I, you <laughs> we will bring you in as fast as you want to come with the promo code tbfy 15 for 15 percent off yep, your it, uh it, hills yeah it, it is great you know, it's it's funny because you know it's a lot of times people just people just want to help and i started this as a little hobby and I, you know i have a couple i do in the more in summertime i do data analytics so i'm, I'm a huge numbers guy um, but add that to the plate of everything. But um, yeah, and I started as a little hobby. Now it's now it's really starting to starting to pick up, and it's just great. It, it's a great experience, and you know I, I may fall flat on my face at times, but it's it's great. I, I enjoy it. So that's hey, listen, a summer hobby. <laughs> yeah, you go for the green and two because who cares? What if you miss it? You say you do data analytics. Do you ever crunch numbers for golf? Yeah. So I um. It's, it's funny. Yes, I do. Uh, a lot of times I'll, have, I'll, use, I'll use what's called a, a decade card. I don't know if you're using the decade card. It's it's great. It, it measures paces and everything. But uh, yeah, my coach makes me use what's called the decade card. But yeah, and, and you know, in the summertime, uh, I'm certified. I don't know if you've heard of the company called Salesforce. It's a big software company. Certified in Salesforce. Yes. So, so a lot of, yep, yep. So it, it's great. But yeah, look up the decade. Decade card. It's like decade uh, if you're in okay. a bunker. Yeah. Yep. This is legit. Scott Fawcett, <laughs> Dr. A 2019. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> well, I love all this. I think my favorite part about you wearing all these hats and whatnot is that you started off the story saying that, you know, you were like, oh, I'm not happy here, so I might as well look to leave. But then you like you change your tune, and it's just a great story. <laughs> yeah, but what, yeah. Is, what's a great, what is a great story for is that you saw, okay, this isn't what ex- my ideal view of what I want my situation around me to be, so I'm going to go ahead and create the clubs that I would like to see and see if I can help other people. I'm going to create this. I'm going to do this. And, and, and in that, you've created exactly. opportunities for other people to, to change their situation too. And, and exactly. And I really appreciate you saying that because it's, it's the truth. All the, there's about four colleges that are within 10 miles of each other here and they all have what's called a small business development center. And, you know, me being a business student, uh, there's not a lot of opportunity here, a lot of, not a lot of incentive. So, you know, we never had a business club. And I said, I got with my advisor this in the fall in the spring semester, my freshman, I said, hey, I was like, let's do this. I was like, even if it fails, like we're just going to go back to what we started with. And no, it has not. There's been so much interest. I've had guest speakers and uh, this like today, but you, I don't know if you were on, I think you might've lost connection when I said we had a career fair today uh, with 90 employers. 90 employers were there today, about 300 students. So it was great. So. Were any, were any of them summer camps? See, this is what I'm telling you. Summer camps have got to get back to the, the colleges. I don't, I don't, no. I don't think there's any summer camps. No, I, Where I, were, I talked what were a lot of your businesses from? What what were your different industries represented there? Yeah, a lot of, you know, so a lot of times we'll incorporate local, uh, local sure. businesses. So a lot of, yep, a lot of your, 
uh, and especially in this area, there's some big industries. So a lot of your car dealerships, a lot of your banks, a lot of your uh, engineering, things like that, that really appeal to everyone. And there's also a couple okay. grad schools here as well. But it, it was it was great. It was great. And a lot of men, there's uh, there's about six or seven mental health booths as well. So, you know, people that help with mental health. Like send, send Definitely an emerging company. field. Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. And then there, there are, you know, people that were totally maybe had nothing to do with the Mount or nothing to do with maybe local businesses. Like one guy, he drove the from Mount. I love it. the Mount. The I knew Mount. it. I was waiting for it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so Mount's sorry. Good. No, I was. What, so what is the Mount? By the way, thank you. Because, yeah, career fairs. As long as you got a smorgasbord, it's not you know such targeted because what you just named uh, banks, car dealerships, big companies. I, I worked yeah. with a guy who started out as a room service person at the Four Seasons, and I was like, "Why did you take that full college degree?" He goes, "I wanted to get in with a good company that had had vertical options and had longevity yeah. and was well established. It wasn't so much about what he was doing in the moment versus the environment he wanted to be in." But back to the mount, what is the the mascot of the mount? The Mount Aloysius fighting. Oh, it's, it's, we're the Mounties, so like a horse. But shut uh, up. The, no, right? The Mounties. So is the there Mounties. is is there is there a is there a school mascot? Is there a horse? Is there a Mountie that shows up? <laughs> oh, geez, you're, you're you're really you're really digging me into the hole here. I'm actually the Mountie, so <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm the yes. <laughs> I'll share you guys a picture here maybe after we get off but I needed a guy that was six foot 185 and I was perfect so so I'm oh, the mountain awesome. yeah you know one more thing for you to do right why not oh geez Go yeah for it. it's great <laughs> yeah but I start I, I, I star in the, the media videos and everything now when it, when it's uh, so what Go ahead. What What's the name? Like, does does are so are you Mister Mountie? Is there a, is it like Marcel the Mountie? What's going on no, here? It's called it's like Mac M A C, the Mountie. Like so it, Mac, Mac the Mountie. But yeah, Mac yep, the that's Mountie. Yeah, I pull double duty. There's another kid that does it too, but I'm also I'm 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 one of the guys. But one of one, one of my one of my fraternity brothers at the University of Georgia was Harry Dog. So everybody knows Ugga, the the bulldog, like the cute little yeah. bulldog, and everything. Uh, but then there's also the dude in the outfit, and it's Harry Dog, and I and he he was like, "No, nah, there's like five of us, man." He's like, "Are you kidding me?" So I mean, the fact yeah, it's, it's the fact that Mac has two makes sense. Mac, not Mac the Mountie, Mac Mountie. Mac, I mean, I'm gonna get well, either way. Either way, it'll come up in a Google search. But uh, yep, yep, it's great. Yep, I, I, I love knowing that. that. And I'm not seeing past the fact that the Mac probably stands for Mount Aloysius College. College. Yep. Yep. Not just not just a hat rack over there, Andrew. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but yeah, I could go on for hours about the Mount. It's been a great place for me to I succeed and get my little foundation built, and it's been great. And if and if Andrew doesn't cut me off, we will go on for hours about the Mount. So I'm going to go ahead and just say thank you so so much for joining us here tonight, for reaching out, for being proactive, for doing what you're doing. Yes. For telling the world that you can do multiple things at time, you can look good, <laughs> feel good, and do good all yeah. at the same time. And I'm going to ask you to tell everybody if they want to go and use the promo code TBFY15 to get 15% off their purchase, where do they go and where can they find and follow and engage with Acorn Hills? Yes, of course. So acornhillsco.com is my website. So go go ahead and go on there and I really appreciate the business. And then on Instagram, I have acorn.hills. So it'll come up as acorn uh, hills clothing company. That's me. But then you can also follow my main if you want to. It's Nate underscore Rin. So it's not, it's not, it's not too hard at Nate underscore Rin. <laughs> but uh, yep, I, I really appreciate any support. Yeah, we'll All put right. that website and that discount code in the, the description of, uh, for this show after we're live. I'll edit it, get that in there for you so that everyone who watches, uh, knows right where to go, knows yeah, the code to use. Yeah, because this yeah. is you're exactly the type of company that Bada and I I know we both believe in. So uh we, we wanna we wanna see and, you and, grow and you know I my I've only have a couple company or only products right now, a couple products, but more in production. So so I'm constantly trying to add more. So he sent me the he sent me the proofs and the and, and stuff. The shit's fire. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with Acorn here over the next couple of years, couple months. Hey. Now, who knows? Well, how about you grow uh, once you have your stint with the Weather Channel there? So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, no, we'll you know, you. I'd love to be on again, guys. You, you guys are great. I really appreciate the opportunity. We'll love it. Yep, we sure. would love it. And once again, that's Nate Rin from Acorn Hills, guys. That is going to do it for us here tonight, though. Um, if you were, once again, looking for that DFS uh, mind-blowing knowledge uh, this week, uh, wrong tournament for that. Sorry about that. But uh, that is the, the pivot of our style, of our show. So uh, you can catch us next week for our Masters coverage uh, every Tuesday here for our Fantasy Sports Corporation on YouTube, kicking off Tea Time Tuesday. Uh, come back next week. We'll be waiting. And everybody... Have a great night.